Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey everyone, I'm Comey. Hey everybody, this is Turk182. What's up? I, you know, I'm, I'm uh, not moving cool, moving cool, man. Yeah, you know you how know. I be. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, I'm the opening act, the headliner. Um, so, uh, we are here today to, uh, we are gathered here today to deliver a podcast episode to you, um, the in, people. In holy matrimony. Yeah, to bind you together and a, uh, to commit you to one another. And when I say commit, I'm talking to like in a like an insane asylum. You, know, um, you think in the uh, in the 6,900 views that we've had on our podcast that at some point people have listened to us while banging? Mm. God, I would not think that my voice would be good for that. I, I think I, my voice would be perfect for that. I, I don't think mine. Would. I think mine would. Uh, I think I think mine would actually probably force people to like 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 god i can't stand it. he just needs to stop just stop <laughs> i hear him like fucking stutter one more time like holy shit maybe people use us for like really aggressive hate fucking oh that'd be nice <laughs> stupid bitch stupid bitch just shut up just shut up <laughs> Polly, you stupid bitch uh, <laughs> uh so uh today's episode we were going to do um something a little bit well i should say a little bit different um, this one probably won't be as humorous as some of the others are. Um, but I was like, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Entertain. So, you know, we're here to entertain, um, you know, and, uh, and be funny, but sometimes we just have to be entertaining. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, in this particular episode, what we're going to do is we're going to do our top five interviewees. So, if we could interview, like, you know, um, well, I, I, you, asked, you asked me if they had to be living. I said, well, no, necessarily. All my people are living. So, I guess you don't technically don't have to. Well, okay, as of, <laughs> as of the day this podcast, they're living. I have no idea what's going to happen to them tomorrow. But as of right now, they're, uh, they're living. This could age really poorly. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, um... Uh, sorry, I just like what? Um, so uh, this uh, if we had the ability to um uh, to interview these people, so this is a you know it's a regular interview, so um it's not one of those things where they they're going to tell us everything you ever want to know, and they're going to ask all answer all questions. It's going to be a regular interview, but we have the opportunity to interview people. Um, like who would you want to interview, and like what would you want to know? Like what would you ask them? Mm-hmm. So um, so I'll start off here. And, um, and I've got some, um, so, uh, my, minor, minor interesting, minor interesting. Yeah, yeah. So my first one here, and they're not in any particular order, but the first one I'm going to throw out here is I'd like to interview Barack Obama. Oh, okay. So, and the reason I want to interview him is because I want to get his, I want to get his take, his opinion on certain things. Mm-hmm. So... So my ma- my main questions would be, does he feel that being the first black president accomplished anything? So, wow. so you were the first black president, and and that's that's great. You know, everything has to start from someplace. Uh-huh. But do you think that being the first like that do you accomplish anything? Like you like normally when you're the 
first of something, that means that there are going to be more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm starting it off, but they're, they're going to be, you know, others are going to come, are going to follow this. So, being the first, did you accomplish anything, is, you know, in that regard? Like, what, what does, what did being the first mean or right. do? Right. And, and kind of the follow up to that is, like, and how would you feel if another 24 years go by and there hasn't been another minority president or woman? I'm not talking about vice president, but 24 more years go by in that time. We haven't had another minority president, mm-hmm. black, Hispanic, whatever, or a woman president. Hmm. Because if that much time goes by, so in 24 years, you're either talking about, like, uh, what is that? Uh, I'm trying to do my math here real quick. Uh so that's uh, either six more presidents or, yeah, yeah. or uh, see, six see, more terms, right? Um, and or what? Three more, um, three. Uh, see, six more single terms, and then three more like uh, double like terms. double terms. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 that changed. Like, so did you accomplish anything? If that much time goes by, then who knows how much time is going to go by before we'll see that again? So in that case. Did you really accomplish anything? Did you really set a bar mm-hmm. um, to say or, or open a door to be like, okay, now this is going to happen? Or were you a fluke? Were, hmm. were you just a, a one-off? Yeah. In which case... In other words, were you like a sign of change in the world? Right. Or was it was it just a random chance? Right. Interesting. So, you know, uh-huh. I, was, I was scrambling to come up with some haha funny, but those are actually very insightful questions. And so it was like, you know, so, so were you a fluke or was it just like them, like tossing a bone to like the black people? Like, okay, hey, you've got your one now. So it, it's happened. So mm-hmm. it could possibly happen again in the future. It's not gonna, but it could possibly <laughs> happen again in the future, you know? <laughs> and and, the, and the, if we don't get another one, like I said, did you really accomplish anything? So if you only have one, let's say that, that, you know, 50 years go by, and I know that's, it's not, it's not even, but let's say 50 years go by and we don't have another black or minority president. Mm-hmm. Did your presidency or did you being the first one mean anything right, if it doesn't right. happen again for half a century? Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, cause really, who gives, I mean, in my opinion, who gives a shit? Yeah, you had one, but we've all this time has gone by. We haven't had another one. Who gives a shit if we had one? Right. I mean, Right. I mean, if it doesn't if it doesn't bring about lasting change, then what does it actually accomplish? Right. If if it isn't repeatable, and not and not consistently repeatable. Right. I don't know. I mean, ultimately, I would think personally that like the long term goal is for it to be so normalized that it's not even a discussion. Right. Like it should become such a thing that like it's it's not even a matter of oh well this is the first Japanese president. It's like no, it's just this is the next person to become president. That's that's what we want to see out of this, right? Right. It's like um, it's like the you know in the podcast before I talked about how um, you know, I recognize certain things about myself, you know, that I try to change. And but the first part about that is recognizing it. Mm-hmm. So um, when I found out that uh, NPH was gay, I'm like, no. No, we're talking about Neil Patrick Harris. Right. He's not. He's, he's like, we, could we, be. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> like, Doogie Howser, me, you know. Like, and I was, I was like, I was like, what? And I was shocked by that. Mm-hmm. And then I had a conversation with myself, be like, why should I be shocked by that? Yeah. Like, I had no reason to, to expect that he 
was any that, that he I shouldn't have expected he was straight, right? Right. Like right. That, that shouldn't be like the expectation. Well, he's a you know he, he's a he's a person, you know. Like <laughs> no, I shouldn't have expected that, and and I shouldn't be shocked by that. So in the future, when I hear that someone, the one I don't give a shit, you know, um, it's not my business to know. No, of course you're like you're, you're looking for a date, but like oh by the way, I just want you to know I'm gay. I'm like okay, that's cool, man, but um, I'm not. So you know, uh. I mean, that wouldn't be the first celebrity that we've run into with that kind of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they, I mean, all things, all just, just putting it out there. You're a beautiful man, Turk. <laughs> well, thank you. But I'm just going to say, like, like, I mean, I still, I still look back to them. I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't give a shit if you're a man or a woman. I mean, if you're like, you know, you know I think that you're, you know, you know, quite stunning looking. I'm like, yeah. You know, I don't care if you're gay, straight, or you're like, you know, non-binary. Like, I, I, if you consider yourself like a, a non-corporeal celestial, I don't give a shit. I, I mean, I know it sounds like I'm being insulted, but I'm like, but if you're like, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, you know, I think you're you're a beautiful man. I'm like, thank you. I'm yeah, like, shit, no. you made my day. Shit, <laughs> anybody who wants to flirt with me can. Yeah, I'm like, hell yeah. I may not reciprocate, but I'll at least be flattered. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it could have gotten a little more awkward for you. Where it's like, do you think I'm a beautiful man? It's like, <laughs> I would say, I would say, I think you're very. Uh, I would think that you're very. I'm sorry, not I would, but I think that you are a very striking man. I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, now I'm not, punches you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not attracted to you, right? But that doesn't mean I can't look at you. And be like, yeah, I think you're a very striking man. Yeah. I mean, unlike a Bradley Cooper, that fucker. You know, <laughs> if anybody deserves to, like, I know. Be like locked in a cellar, um, <laughs> then uh, then it's him. That asshole can't fucking stand Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Holy shit! He's got that fucking smile and those blue eyes and that and that, that that physique. And then of course he's talented. Look at me! I wrote and directed a movie and I was nominated for some Academy Awards. And, oh, and then uh, and I got also wrote and sang a song and I was nominated for that too. So not only am I like really handsome looking, but you know I'm also uh, I'm also really talented as like a an actor and a director and a writer and a singer. Oh, and what's that? I also do the voice of your favorite character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like fuck you, Bradley Cooper! You can fucking lick my taint, you asshole. <laughs> I mean, like, like okay, so how, what, 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 what do I have? What do I how, have? How right? come you don't feel this level of vitriol towards Jared Leto, who is also handsome and talented and a rock star and a millionaire in a movie? Okay, so first off, and- first off, he's a rock star. Okay, they they, they get tra- they, they get preferential treatment in the rock star category. <laughs> but Jared Leto is like, I mean, he's he, you know, dad and dad dad and dad he got Katy Perry eyes, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean Jared Leto yes he yes he is a very accomplished singer right yep. and um great actor he's a great actor spectacular he, actor I have not seen him direct or write or whatever but he's still very low key and he's not one of those guys that like that like he he's very attractive but he's that he's that kind of like that tough sensitive like deep thinking like attractive so you see him and he look at the eyes and and uh you're like oh my god like like he's there's something really soulful about him. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper's got that smile, that charming like he like he smiles and women are just like must go to Cooper, <laughs> like you know. And he's got the eyes and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So all right. Uh, so so anyway, so that that's why is why I can't stand him. Plus, 
Plus, I mean, like, if you, when I look at, the, let's say I'm, I'm uh, watching, a, like, a cartoon, or, like, let's say I'm watching Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. and I hear um, uh, Keith David doing the voice of the president, or, like, a reverse draft, or any of the other people, like, <laughs> I, I, I can I can see Keith David's, like, I can see his face, I can see him, um, no matter how many times that I've tried, when I hear Rocket's voice, I cannot picture Bradley Cooper's face. Right, right. You know, and and again, he's, he's like my favorite character in Guardians of the Galaxy, and and then I, like I'm like, that's not fair. You don't get to do all that stuff, and then here <laughs> I am. What 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 do I have to like to try to like you know impress people with? You know, <laughs> sometimes when I'm not too depressed, I write a pretty good story. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, (laughs) yeah, so I'm like, fuck you, Bradley Cooper. (laughs) I I mean, if if Kanye said no one man should have all that power, motherfucker, he was talking about you. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. So, so should I toss one out here? Well, I was trying to finish up my thing. It's like, you know, the whole deal was like, like, it's, um, I was saying, you know, it's, if you haven't, if you, all that time goes by and you haven't, you know, if it's not repeatable, I don't feel that you've done anything. You haven't accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything that you were the first. Because again, because you, because if it doesn't happen again, you weren't the first. You were the only. Yeah. And that's great if you're setting a world record. <laughs> so if, if that's what you want to be known in a Guinness Book of World Records for is like the only man to ever, black man to ever be nominated president. Oh, that's <laughs> bully for that nigga, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> But that should that should not be the goal, right? I mean, it, like I said, uh, so, so I was going back to the whole NPH thing. My goal and not my goal, but one of the things I want is to no longer be shocked when someone comes out uh, and says, because it's not my business, I really don't give a shit. But when someone comes out and they're like, so and so is gay, but like, okay, one gets great for them. Um, I'm glad that they're comfortable enough, you know, with who they are to be able to, you know, to announce that. And two, like I shouldn't like. I shouldn't be shocked and be like, really? They're gay? Like, I never would have thought. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I never would have thought or I should have never thought that they wouldn't be. Right, you know? right. So I got I to kind of get out of that of that mindset and hmm. and stuff. But it's like the whole thing is like um, like if you if you haven't if we haven't progressed beyond that to where we could have some someone else, like I said, and I'm not going to limit to to a black person. Like if it's we haven't had like either the first Asian president or the first woman president or first Hispanic president, I am the fucking Eskimo president, right? I mean, right. I, I'm just saying. I mean, dude, I mean, there are 200 words for ice, only one word for president. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> if we haven't if we haven't got gotten to that point, then. You weren't the first black president. You were just another president. Right, right. So I want to know how he feels about that. Interesting. All right, so what you got? So I think all my answers are pretty predictable, and they're definitely not as deep and insightful as yours, but I would want to interview Bruce Lee. Hmm. And, you know, part of me just really wants to learn, like, you know, I've, I've read his book on, like, his training regimen and stuff like that, and, you know, I, I understand a lot of the physical mechanics of what he went into as far as conditioning his body, but I'd like to actually discuss that with him, because, you know, it, it reads a little bit differently having a verbal conversation than, than just, like, reading someone's book on it. But, uh, more than that, you know, I feel like so many people have talked to him and discussed with him 
like, kind of the gimmicky side of martial arts and, like, either using it for fighting or using it for entertainment. But martial arts are still kind of a spiritual thing, and right. a lot of people treat it as a religious thing, so I'd kind of like to examine that angle of martial arts with him and sort of discuss that. Because, you know, Bruce was a fairly spiritual person. He was very much a reader. He had a big, big library on philosophy and on all kinds of stuff like that. So that that's where I would like to pick his brain is... Like, you know, in what way can you practicing the spiritual side of martial arts make the world a better place? And so that, that would be like, that, that would be like the first thing that really comes to mind if I could just like pick anybody throughout history. Like he, he's definitely somebody who I consider a hero of mine and uh, somebody who I really try to like emulate. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have two questions, one serious and, and one not, okay. um, so, uh, first of the, the serious one, you know, with Bruce Lee, and he like, was, uh, you know, his, his whole, like you say, his training reg- regimen, and how that, uh, and how, like, he worked out to tone his body, like, he didn't study, he didn't, he didn't, like, uh, uh, like, physical therapy, or, you know, any kind of, like, medical, so, he, everything he did, he learned from, like, Okay, if I if I do this kind of an exercise, it mm-hmm. tones these muscles, and a if lot, I do this, it a tones lot of it. He learned from like men's fitness magazines. Okay, so I was like gonna that. say like so like, but he developed that whole thing on his own without having any formal training in like you know the body or medicine or anything like that. But he was like, you mm. know, this is what works, and this is that this is gonna turn tone this and tone that. I that is would be fascinating to me to kind of talk about. Like, okay, so how did you? Like, what kind of trial and error did you go through? Or, like, mm-hmm. how did you learn, like, um, to, um, like, okay, um, I've got to do, like, this many reps? Or, you know, I think sometimes cases they're like, uh, like, you, like, you work out, you do, you work out for, like, two hours a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you work out for two hours in the morning, and then you, uh, do whatever else, you eat a carb load, and then you're going to, um, like at two o'clock, you're going to like work out for two more hours. And, and right, then you're going right. to do some stuff, eat another carb load, and then like six o'clock, you're going to do like two more hours, you know? Right, right. Like, like how did, how did you figure out the plan that worked for you? Um, yeah, or, or that would work, you know, for people in general? Yeah. You know, I would love to discuss the diet thing with them because, you know, fitness is so much made in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But for Bruce, like, I mean, obviously, he just had regular old portion control. He, like, he just wasn't a huge eater, but, I mean, you know, in the morning, he would have a bowl of cereal, and it wasn't, like, the sugary shit. It was, like, you know, it was healthy cereal, but it was cereal. Like, and some, like some colon blow or something? <laughs> something like that. It was, I think it was, like, Honey Bunches of Oats or something along that line. <laughs> it was something. Um, and uh, for lunch, he would usually just, like, skip lunch, drink some some tea sweetened with honey and then for dinner it was whatever his wife made and if she made a big plate of spaghetti he would eat it and it's like that's like exactly what every fitness guy would tell you absolutely not to do but Bruce was this fucking Greek god of a physical specimen and just had this amazing body and even Schwarzenegger was like like proportionally I could never get to where he was physically right so yeah, I mean, like, like every every aspect of that kind of stuff, I would love to just, you know, say, you know, just tell tell me everything that you can possibly tell me. Um, it, you know, ask him like, uh, like why he was eating raw hashish. I mean, be curious <laughs> about that. Um, could could be, could be useful information, you know. That supposedly, from what I, an article I read, um, that that's what killed him. 
hmm. um, is because it was he was he was working on Game of Death, and uh, he he was eating that for some for some reason, um, or had eaten some, and he had had an allergic reaction to it, and had gone to the hospital because of brain swelling. And they had inserted a catheter and they did all this stuff, you know, and, and, you know, I think, well, they, they inserted a catheter to help, kind of help relieve, like, the, uh, the fluid retention in his body. And then they had to do something to, like, uh, release the, uh, the pressure in his head. And so his, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and then he had, um, like a couple weeks or months later had done it again and that allergic reaction. And this time they weren't able to relieve the pressure and he died. Wow. That's that's what I read. And that, uh, again, this is just an article I read a long time ago. I don't even remember. It was in some magazine, but the magazine was all beat up. So, like, right. it was, I'm reading this thing. And it was one of the things where I didn't keep because the magazine was in, like, horrible condition. I ended up throwing it away after I read it. Right. Um, right. But uh, uh, it was, uh, he had, um, he was... Seeing another woman, um, and or was with another woman at her house at the time, and um, and had uh, passed out was when he, he had a headache mm-hmm. and had taken some aspirin and um, had passed out either on her sofa or in her bed. And when she couldn't wake him, and she called that producer, and he came over and like, okay, first off, we got to get him out of your house right right and then you know call the police uh but anyway but if if that was if that was accurate as far as like what he was doing you know like 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 why like what for for a guy who treated his body in such a fashion Mm -hmm. like you this wasn't recreational i wouldn't think it was recreational it was something that you thought was somehow beneficial to you so like right right like you know like what what were you expecting what were you to what do you think was going to come of this right right what what do you what did you hope to accomplish with that right yeah yeah that would definitely be that would definitely be interesting so my so my non-serious question is okay so uh who's going to win a fight between bruce lee and Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I mean, you know and, what my answer is going to be. <laughs> and this is this, this the regular, like, President Lincoln, not the vampire hunter. <laughs> I mean, big guy, big reach. Skinny, Skinny guys fight to the burger. <laughs> uh, I am pretty sure that Bruce Lee could break both of Lincoln's legs before too much could happen. But that's just my speculation. Now, here's the problem, though, is that if Bruce Lee were to, because we're not talking about like, like sinking him up behind him and shooting him in the back of the head when he's not even expecting it, right? We're talking about a fight where, you know, like, um, he's going to like break his legs or whatever. But as soon as, as soon as any, any serious harm comes to Lincoln, you know, Mary Todd's going to be out there like, just like a shot with her crazy <laughs> ass. And then now Bruce Lee's got to fight crazy ass Mary Todd, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Bruce really, fights multiple people all the time now. I mean, this is like like he breaks his legs and everything. All of a sudden, da, 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 a new challenger. <laughs> Here she comes out like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he might be able to beat Lincoln, but can he meet, beat Mary Todd? <laughs> what I would be curious about. <laughs> I, I just I don't have a good answer for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> What I would be curious about, though, legitimately, would be Bruce Lee versus Muhammad Ali. 
So Bruce Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's their ship name. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, because Muhammad Ali could fuck some stuff up. <laughs> yeah. And Bruce Lee, he didn't really do a lot of like fighting to bring people down. He fought to entertain. So even though he was an incredible physical specimen and he was fast as hell, I really don't know if he could actually drop Muhammad Ali before Muhammad Ali could just punch the shit out of him. Well, this is what I think is that I think that Bruce would, he would, you know, he would dance around. They both would be dancing around quite a bit. Um, uh, Bruce would like take some, some quick jabs to kind of assess, you know, Mm -hmm. assess his speed and, uh, to see how well he takes a couple of uh, quick jabs. Um, and then he would end up taking a blow from Ali, or maybe a couple of blows from Ali. And at that, and you know, Bruce is notorious for having quite a temper. Mm-hmm. Um, now he was, my understanding, he was quick to temper, but he was also quick to to like uh, cool off. You know, like right, uh, right. so supposedly on the set of uh, Enter the Dragon, you know, people would challenge him all the time, and they were like extras in the set. Uh, they would challenge him to a fight. He would kick the rest and be like, okay, get back to work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I would see him like taking a couple, a couple of shots and like some really painful shots. And he'd be like, oh, hell. And then, <laughs> and then that's when we would see like the, like, like the, the Bruce Lee, like the, the quick kicking and, uh, um, now here's the thing is like, how would Ali handle a one inch punch? Hmm. Bruce wouldn't have the chance to set up a one-inch punch on Ali. <laughs> well, I mean, he, I mean, whenever we, when we see him doing it in like the, um, the, um, uh, what do you call those things? Um, the demonstrations. Yeah. I was going to, I was trying to think of the, the, the actual, uh, form where that would t- take place. The, uh, cause it's uh, not a competition, um, but, uh, exhibition. Yeah. Thank you. Exhibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that he, he's standing there and then he's like reading himself, but in, in actual battle, it's not, he's, he's not, he's not, or fight, he's not reading himself. It's just that you know, uh, I'm not. I'm not drawing back, and my hand is there. And then mm-hmm. I put that pressure. That I mean that uh, that power into it. So yeah. yeah. So he doesn't. He, so he doesn't have to like get you know stay still and like put his hand up and line it up there. It's just matters of you know, bam, hitting. So I'd be curious to see how Ali handles a, a one inch punch. Um, but that would be an interesting fight, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would last longer than a round. No, no. I mean, uh, they're they're both gonna be determined to not let it last longer than a round. Yeah. So yeah, not not bad, not a bad question, Bert. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, so my next uh, interviewee um, is Kevin Spacey. Okay. My next interview is Kevin Spacey because we, we've had some conversations about him. Question one: Who the fuck do you think you are? Uh, that's actually that's actually close to that's actually close to the actual question. Um, we we have some conversations about him and, and being a tremendous actor and having such talent. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean it's like because you got talent, you know, doesn't mean that it automatically changes like who he is as a person or whatever. But um, my first question is why, like. Why would you do this? Why would you jeopardize your career and everything? Like, you know, the, again, we're talking about people that like they worked and fought hard to get to this position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you, you have people that, I mean, if you, if you were to look it up, there are millions of actors out there. It's just in the, in the U S there are millions of actors 
not all of them you're ever going to hear from. Like, right, like right. there's a 1% of the actors that are out there in the world that you're actually going to hear anything from or learn their name or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so the rest of them are just people that are acting and they may be doing something like they may be on Broadway, but you will, they will never make the money these other people make and you'll never know their names. I mean, so it's, you know, it's pretty rare and it's, you know, you're pretty fortunate if you do get to that. Otherwise, you're just a person that's making a good living as an actor, but you're never going to be one of these big name people where people go, where, where you're almost like uh, universally known. Right, right. So when you do achieve that, even after, you know, after a time of like playing little rows here, little rows here or there and, uh, and then, you know, making your way up, why would you risk it all? Like, why would you do this? Mm hmm. I mean, because you don't have to. Like nothing says that you have to that you have to behave in this way. You choose to behave in this way. You choose to do these things, like, and you don't have to. Again, I've already said if I if I just just all of a sudden right now just became a huge like celebrity, okay, mm-hmm. and like people knew my name. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. I know this is going to sound bad, and I think I've said it before, but whenever I need like female companionship, which I know I can have now, you know, because you know <laughs> everybody knows me, and that maybe girls would be crawling out of the woodwork, or women would be crawling out of the woodwork, just you know, not because they like me, but because of who I am. You know, doesn't mean they wouldn't like me, but hold up, you're saying that women are going after Post Malone for his money, and not because they think he's a genuinely good guy. Um. Well, I think that they. They convince themselves that it's because he's a genuinely good guy and because that's what they hear, right? And you hear that and it's like, you know, well, he's a good guy. But the thing is, when he was just, you know, like post mailman and, <laughs> and, and you saw him in the mall and you weren't like, Hey, he looks, you know, I heard that he's a really good guy. Um, you weren't talking to him. Well, yeah. You know, it, it was when he became a, Famous, really good guy. You talk, start talking to him, but you tell everybody, well, he's just a really good guy. And I, I just thought I should get to know him a little bit more. Uh-huh. Sure. So. Okay. <laughs> so, so I've already said that when I, if I get to that status, right? Yeah. Um, it's call girls for me. Hmm. When I want female companionship, it's call girls for me. Interesting. Not, not for, not for sex or anything, but if I just want like to go out on a dinner, you know? Right, right. I just want some, a, you know, just some female companionship because I don't have to worry about them having an ulterior motive or right, a hidden agenda. Right. I can't vet all these people out there. And I also can't trust myself, mm-hmm. you know? So, so I have to play it safe and I have to do something that is safe for me. And that would be this. So I know the only that. Way for that to be safe, though, is if you never get the same one twice. But the thing is, uh, I'm, well, obviously I'm, I'm going to be careful because I'm not going to be like, nope, that's not happening. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like I'm paying for your companionship and your time, and it doesn't go over like three hours because obviously, if we're gonna let's say we're gonna hang out and watch a movie and like that, you know, it, yeah. But what if you want to watch the extended cut of Return of the King? Um, or if I want to watch Zack Snyder's cut of <laughs> of Justice League, <laughs> it's like shit. All right, how, how much is it for an additional hour? I did not know this movie was gonna be this long. There you are at the three hour mark. It's like, damn, bitch, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but the movie's not over with. You gotta go. <laughs> it's like you got, H- you got HBO Max. <laughs> if not, I just gave you five hundred dollars. You can go buy that shit. <laughs> uh, I want you out of my house a minute and a half ago. Now go. Yeah, you better not charge me for that because I told you to get out. <laughs> no, but you know because I can't. Like I said, I can't trust people. I would have a hard time. I already don't trust people. I would have an even harder time, like doing that. Then so. Uh, but but it's it's available when mm-hmm. you get to that there it's available and it's easy and it's and and some people don't have a hidden agenda it's just like yeah it's like I have the opportunity to be with that person and you know it's going to give me talking points and make me feel you know special about myself to where you know like gather around little Susie and let me tell you about the time that I gave it up to this actor oh my goodness and it's like I was. You know, there I was walking through the hotel lobby and I saw him sitting there and I was like, well, I'll just go over there and see if I can get a selfie. And and then a selfie turned or one thing to another. And <laughs> Selfies are the gateway drug. And so he asked me if I wanted to go up to his hotel room and I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma knows tricks. <laughs> And I can, I knew he wanted sex and so did I. <laughs> And I had an expectation he might get a little freaky deaky, and I was like, but I was okay with that. So, so the, the reason I'm telling you this, Susie, is just that if you have the opportunity, go ahead and take it. But, you know, <laughs> make sure that you're aware that, you know, things might go a little strange, but just sign up for that, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just, uh, they say, you not everybody has it, but I, I would be so paranoid. I would be like, I, mm-hmm. I, just, I wouldn't be able to like, I, if I just ran, like I met somebody or whatever. And then the, uh, like if we, if we ever went out a day inward, like I would have to have a, a person like, you know, there, like, I don't know, like a, a damn, um, like a chaperone, no, like a notary public, <laughs> like, like someone that is like, is that not my person? Like, well, of course you paid them. So they're going to do whatever, you know, they're going to group whatever you say. Like, no, I gotta, I gotta have some impartial person that that's going to go with us everywhere we go. Um, <laughs> this and, is me. <laughs> just, just bring me on for that. <laughs> so, like standing behind you guys, like loudly chewing a croissant. It's like, dude, you should bang her. Yeah, he, <laughs> She's totally hot. I mean, I mean, and the thing is, in in that kind of security would be very important to me. So I'd be like, all right, so tell me, um, you followed them around the entire evening, and like, yes, I I did, and you know, and you can tell me some of the things they said in conversation. Like, did she agree to this? Yes, she agreed to this. So, uh, did she agree to? Um, was it consensual agreement to have sex? Yes, it was consensual. It's like, um, and how long did it last? Three and a half minutes. <laughs> it's like. And people are like, wow, that's it. But like, hey, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's telling the truth. She agreed to it. He's like, I don't mean, it's like, yeah, you can tell what I'm It's like, and how long did the crime last? About 20 minutes. Uh, like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I've been cleared. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I, just, I wouldn't, I, I just, I wouldn't be able to, to trust. So, but anyway, get back to Kevin Spacey. Be like, why? Yeah. Like, you, you have the opportunity. And, and all kinds of like doorways are open to you. Like, why would you, why would you do this? Why would you risk it all? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then the thing is like, what were your expectations? What did you think was going to happen? So let's say, for example, that you're, you're somewhere, um, I don't know, let's, let's say you're at a, um, 
Okay, let, let's, let's say you're, you're at a con, right? Mm-hmm. And you're walking around just like, you know, you know, checking everything out. You know, we, you know, occasionally take breaks when you go and say, let's take a look at the con. Yeah. And there's like, at furries. yeah. So, um, so there's, this, fuck off rabbit. <laughs> so there, there's this, there's this like, like this super hot girl, uh, that's walking around and like she's dressed like Starfire, right? Okay. And she's like, I mean, you're looking at it and like she, like, she looks like her. She's got like, she's tall like her, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and you were like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to walk up there and grab her in the ass and be like, Hey, how, I'm a Comey. Would you like to check out my podcast? <laughs> I mean, that's how I always tell people about the podcast. Okay. And she, and she's like, and, and she's like, yeah, I know. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like, if you did something like that, most of the time you're not expecting the person to be reciprocal to that. Yeah. So let's say they are. What, what, what next? I don't know. I've never gotten this far before. Right. <laughs> so, so let's say, let's say I just, I just walked up to some girl, whatever, and then like she's kind of cute. I'm like, hey, I uh, I saw you up there. I'm like, I'm like, damn, you're kind of hot. And I was curious, like, uh, you want to go back back to my house and fuck? And she's like, yes, I do. I'm like, but I mean, you're you're not Italian, are you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I don't, I don't be scared that point. I'm like, I I don't know shit about you. Well, you yeah. don't know anything about me. But I just think you're like, yes, I want to do that very much. And I'm like, um, <laughs> it's a test, it's a trap, it's a test, it's a trap. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, 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 like you, I, I I tend to think that when you do that, you're never expecting that person to agree to whatever it is you that you say, because like, because then you'd be like, well, hold on, like, who, what? Like, why would you agree to this? Right. It's like, like, what's wrong with you? Exactly. Gross. So I would never if I were in your shoes. So, so if you're, if you're like on set and, you know, it's like, you know, you're, we're waiting for, uh, we're waiting for the next scene to get set up and you walk up to a guy and you grab him by his dick. It's like, does this do anything for you? And he's like, yes, it does. But like, um, um, like we, we, are you expecting me to be like, yeah, let's go do this, man. I don't know shit about you. Um, you don't know anything <laughs> about me, but yeah, I mean, you grab me by my dick. So I'm like, all right, we should, we should do it. And I'm like, they, they, no, no. Like, he, <laughs> what were you really like? What was your real expectation in the situation? Um, you just like grab a guy, be like, we haven't, we haven't had any conversation at all. Other than like, I walk by, but like, you know, morning, Ralph, morning, Frank. I mean, like, they, they, that's it. And morning, then, Ralph, nice dick. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Now I walk up to you and be like, uh, I noticed you uh, over there, uh, like repairing that part of the set and everything. It's like, uh, that's some pretty good craftsmanship there. What are those, like a three and a quarter inch nails? Like, yeah. And you grab him, just kiss him, and they're like, mm. he's like, yeah, I like this. But like, um, uh, uh, um, I don't shit about you. We've never had a conversation, but, all, but you're into this. But like, oh, like, like what again? What was your what was your expectation? What did you really expect to happen here? Yeah, like, um, because I I can't believe that you really expected that person to be like, yeah, let's do this. Um, so, like, I, I that's that's those are the questions I want to ask. Like, well, why would you do that? What was your expectation? And if the person said, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, but like, would you still be like, yeah, let's do this? You know, like, because I I would, I would feel the other person has. Either there's something wrong with them that they would just automatically agree to that. Um, or again, they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this because now I'm going to turn around and be like, Oh, you know, show me on the doll where Kevin Spacey touched you. Right. You know, like, 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 you know, to, to borrow a line from basement jacks, like, where's your head at? I mean, like, 
so that's what I would want to know. Like, you did this stuff. It's really stupid. But did you expect this to turn out any other way than how it did? Right, right. So were you purposely, like, I feel like sabotaging my life and my career? Like, or did you think, oh, hey, this would be great. I'll just have some random sex with somebody on the set. Because, you know, that works out in every setting where you just have random sex with somebody you don't know. <laughs> Couldn't possibly backfire. Yeah. Because, you know, it's uh, that's what that's what the Surgeon General says. It's like, you know, no, don't use protection. And in fact, you know, just have random sex with anybody you find. And, uh, <laughs> don't use a condom. It doesn't feel as good. Yeah, it's like, and whether you're a drug, do you, a drug user or not, share needles. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, there are people starving for needles in other countries. It's wasteful to not reuse them. Yeah, it's like, and then we can send our extra needles over there. <laughs> Give us your used needles, too. We'll send those as well. Yeah. Like a Grinch. I'll pack them up here, and then I'll take them over there. <laughs> yeah, so, it, it, in some ways it would be interesting to to pick someone like that's brain. Yeah. Because that's the thing is, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, that, that in any way... Like, interviewing them is going to justify their actions. Right, or it's right. going to, like... Turn them into a, uh, be like, oh, okay, well, now I understand. Or like, well, they're not such a bad guy. Like, no, I, I like, just because I know how the monster was made doesn't right. mean that you're not a monster. But like, right, oh, right. so you dug up graves and it found the right arms and legs and stitched them all together and then used lightning to bring him back to life. <laughs> I understand now. Right. So he's not really a monster. No, he's a monster. I just know how you made him, <laughs> you know? I guess I guess my question for Kevin Spacey would be like, you know, at, at what point was it that creativity and enriching people's lives through your creativity? When was that not enough? And it was like, no, I need to start exercising control over people. I need to start forcing myself on people. When did that become the next thing for you to be like, yeah, that's what I'm missing in my life? So I was, that's, you know, there's like a rape-shaped hole in my heart that I've just got to fill. I will say this, with the exception of the 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 guy that you know came out and said that this happened to me when I was a minor, mm-hmm. all the other accounts that I read was that he made a pass, you know, it rather like it wasn't even like a like a like a like a um a a well it it wasn't like like a like a really smooth like like so um you know, you like gladiator films. It wasn't even like that. It was like, it was like, hey, I'm going to shove my hand on this guy's pants. And the guy's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And then he's like, oh, shit. Uh, so you're not into this? Okay. Sorry. Bye. So I never, I never read an account where it said that he like went further than that. So yeah. the person was like, what the fuck? He was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go right, over here now. Um, and, that's like say again. That's that's the the accounts that I read. So yeah, yeah. Um, but again, like why, why? I mean, it, it'd be one thing if you went over and talked to me and say, "Hey, uh, so uh, my name's Kevin, and uh, I'm an actor." <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, I'm not an actor, uh, but I play one on TV. Yeah. You know, so uh, and uh, just wondering. Um, so what's your name? So so uh, you're uh, you're you're working on the set here, huh? Uh, boom, Mike. Oh, interesting. Wow. <laughs> and it's like. Uh, Sounds like a fun job. It sounds like a yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm actor, not a comedian. No. But uh, yeah, so um, wasn't he a comedian too, though? No, uh, well, I guess he did the impressions. That was better. And then you're like, so um, yeah, and not sure if this is your thing, but uh, you know, uh, maybe we could probably go to dinner some night, or you know, 
And okay, well, great. Uh, so, hey, I'm, if your uh, you date don't work out, I'll be back <laughs> over to this hotel around midnight. <laughs> feel like you know, and you'd be like, yeah. So I'm free tonight after uh, after the set and everything, and you know, and. You know, and uh, since you're doing the boom mic, I, you know, I know that we'll be both off at the same time. You know, <laughs> you know, it's one thing if you if you if you're awkward like that. If you're just walking to a guy like, hey, my name's Kevin, and uh, let me just feel like, okay, yeah, but things feel good down there. You like what I'm doing here? I'm like, that's not how you approach somebody for sex. Well, yeah, I just I don't get that at all. Anyway, because it's like, how how are you that like? You can't just write that off as being socially backwards. Right. It's like you're a grown ass man. You know better than that. Mm-hmm. So like that's not how you make a pass. <laughs> and plus, I'm just gonna say, and this may not work. May not happen to all guys, right? And 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 if it doesn't happen to all guys, or if you be like, you're like, no, that would never happen to me. I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'm just right. But if you like just randomly came in and shoved your hand down my pants, right, and like grabbed my dick. I'm probably going to get hard. Doesn't mean that it's because I like it, but my dick's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Just, I don't recognize these fingers. Like, <laughs> these are my fingers. Like, like, these aren't the ones that are normally touching me. Like, this is somebody new. Like, holy shit, it's somebody new. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean like, oh, so you're interested. No, no, it's just been a long time. <laughs> and begin the blood flow. <laughs> So I'm I'm just saying, I mean, like, doesn't mean that that I like what's going on or that I agree to it. It's yeah, just, you yeah. know. So that's just not really. It'd be like if I walked up behind a woman and I and I I reached around and like grabbed her tits and be like, guess who? <laughs> no peeking. <laughs> it's like, do I know you? Nope. But I figured this is the best way for us to get to know each other. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, no, that's not gonna work. And again, if she's like, 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 yeah, I do like that, and be like. Oh, you shop at Ross. I mean, like, I mean, that would be a surefire way for me. Like, like, oh no, like, like, do, do, does it happen to you often? And you say yes, yeah. you know. But then at the same time, if if my expectation were her to get all freaked out, then that's really what I wanted was her to freak out. Like, oh, you, you know, you 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 guy, you masher, you brute. And be like, so I really didn't expect to get like to turn you on or anything. It was just I. Just like that's the game. Like, what were you expecting? What was the expectation here? Right, you know? right. So, like, that's what I want to know. And and again, <laughs> Did I, you I'm, get every conversation this way. <laughs> and again, after all is said and done, I'm gonna be like, like, yes, um, you know, you're still Frankenstein's monster. I you think like that. My mind has not changed about that. I would argue that Frankenstein's monster was misunderstood. <laughs> Well, and Mr. Spacey is not misunderstood. <laughs> he was understood very well. <laughs> He's just a soul whose intentions were good. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, but the, uh, I know they say that that you know, well, you know, he was Frankenstein's monster. I prefer to think that Frankenstein was actually more the monster because he was the oh, guy totally. just like digging up graves and everything. It was like, I'm going to bring this guy back to life. <laughs> he's going to be happy with the fact that he's back to life in like a whole new like mix match body because <laughs> yeah. But anyway, no. I, and then, then, you know, when, when the monster went off on his own, he was like, what did the little peasant girl say to the creek? <laughs> Splash. <laughs> 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 but, but James and Stein, it's like you, you threw a little girl in 
motherfucker. <laughs> I think you thought it like the did this afternoon. <laughs> Fuck your daughter, you fertile peasant bitch. You can have another one. Whatever happened to, 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 to Rick James Frankenstein? I mean, we, we created him, and then he like he just he just dis- disappeared. Yeah, he just ran off on his own. That's what Frankenstein's monster does. <laughs> Oh, Rick James Frankenstein. Next, next to Racist Bay was probably one of the one of the best things we ever created. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you fertile motherfucker! <laughs> I never should have let you peasants have kids. You don't know how to appreciate them. <laughs> and the windmills on fire, guys. They never should have given you motherfuckers fire. <laughs> No, I didn't throw the peasant's daughter in the <laughs> creek. Why do you think I'd do that? I, well, that's not the kind of thing I do. Yeah, I remember throwing the peasant's daughter in the creek. <laughs> well, why would you do that? Because <laughs> they can have another one. <laughs> they can have another kid. Oh. Oh, Rick James Frankenstein. Oh, so good. Oh, so anyway, so anyway, and, and I know you could, you could pick anybody, mm-hmm. but it's for, you know, any, you know, any, like, um, Rapey monsters, like celebrity rapey monster. Right. But right. um I, I think that because I was a fan of, of so many uh Kevin Spacey's like movies yeah, yeah. and and his his talent that it disappointed me more to because because you know you see him you and you look forward to seeing them in, in other roles mm-hmm. um and then like it, it doesn't happen, you're like 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 damn it, damn you. Um right. you know, it's like Damn you all to hell. And the thing is you don't owe me anything, so it's not like like you know, it's like, oh you disappointed me about being a rapey little piece of shit. <laughs> but it's like you you disappointed me just from a humanity's sake. Right, you know? right. You disappointed me by by being a piece of shit. Right, you know? yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's that that's why I would want to interview him. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh I would want to interview Weird Al. Oh, I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... What what specifically would you want to know about him? Specifically, I want to talk to him about humor and the nature of humor. Oh, good answer. Yeah, because like everybody's like, oh, where do you get your ideas for song parodies? <laughs> Is it always about food? And it's like, I mean, you know, he's been asked the same questions a million times. I want to, I want to look at like... How do you, as a comedian and an entertainer, think of a joke and think, yes, this is going to hit it with everybody who hears the song? When I write this line, everybody who's going to think this is going to think it's funny. Like, what what is your criteria for humor? So that's specifically what I want to hear out of him. Hmm. Okay. I think it's a really good, uh, especially for someone who who built his, his, uh, his career around that. But not only that, but... Like the kind of stuff that he was doing at the time mm-hmm. was not mainstream. I mean, even now, it's still not mainstream. It was very niche. Yeah, yeah. And he was able to to take it mainstream, and no one really kind of followed up behind him. Normally, when you have like an artist that does something that's different, you'll have like another artist that will, or a couple artists that will that will come up and do a very similar thing, mm-hmm. um, and they will achieve uh, success. But not a, not normally along the lines of that first person, right, right. Um, but no one ever came up like after him, but like you know, and I do like parody songs too, but like, right, no. right. It's like, and and I also play the accordion. It was like, 
I mean, and that that's right there. It's like so. Uh, yeah, it's like my name is Weird Al Yankovic. I play the accordion and uh, I like to sing polka music and do parodies <laughs> of uh, of popular songs. And uh, I'm gonna be the first uh, artist of my kind on MTV. But like, yep. So I'm gonna tell you right now. You want to keep working here? Lay off the drugs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I there's no. I can't imagine that anybody except for his parents told him that you know he would be a success. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean. The odds were not in his favor at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, like, try try pitching that idea to somebody. Because, like, you know, the, his, his first song that, like, played on the radio was My Bologna. It's like, my, 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 my Bologna. Yep, yep. I, like, <laughs> God, he, I forgot about that song. He recorded it in his school bathroom because the acoustics were good. It's like, I mean, you know, if you tried to suggest that to somebody where it's like, oh, yeah, here's here's the song, here's the parody, people would just be like... That's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got to interrupt you here for one minute because that is probably one of the worst things I've ever heard is that the acoustics were, were really good in my school bathroom. Yep. <laughs> because that means that when you're in there and you're taking a shit and you, and you fart, like that <laughs> echoes throughout the entire bathroom. Like, I mean, you, it's, it's when the, when the acoustics are bad, you can be like, oh, you know, it's like, you know, brr, but then when, when they're like, they're like, really, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, that's bassy. <laughs> like, people walk by bed, like, oh shit, what's going on in there? Like, yeah, I'm like, that's horrible. That's horrible. I would not, I would not want good acoustics in my bathroom. Yeah, and, and you know, he doesn't look like the kind of person who would be like successful in the music industry. You know, he looks like Napoleon Dynamite, basically. Right. He's just got this frizzy fro. These like pedo glasses and this this nappy mustache and it's like there's no reason for this guy to be successful but he's just objectively funny yeah and like the last time i saw him live it was crazy seeing the diversity in the crowd where it's like you've got everybody from zoomers to like baby boomers and everyone in between and like they're all singing along with the songs he's just he's timeless he's got staying power he's been going since the late 70s and is still just as popular today as ever it's it's just it's crazy to me. So like uh, that that you know since like the overlap I have with Weird Al is that you know I try to be funny too. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to figure out is like how did you figure out that secret? <laughs> um, you know what I would ask him one one thing that I'd be curious of asking him if I had the opportunity is like what what if anything are you doing to redeem your soul, or or have you just come to the conclusion that that it can't be done and that you're not even trying, that you're just accepting your fate. Hmm. Because I'm not sure if you're aware, but Dark Side, ruler of Apocalypse, <laughs> said that Weird Al was the worst person in the universe and that he was the universe's biggest monster <laughs> for, for what he did, started ripping off other artists. Those and, song parodies, yeah. Right. So if Darkseid says you are worse than him, the man is like, hey, I want the anti-life equation because I want to wipe out all life in the universe. <laughs> you know, but Weird Al, he's a horrible being. Like, like, have you just, do you just accept that? Or are you, are you really trying to be like, really? Am I that bad? Maybe I should do something to redeem myself or like, you know, like, I, I there's nothing I can do to, so I'm just, I'm just going to lean into it. Well, you know, I mean, he, he is the devil. So <laughs> we, we saw Weird Al's true face. He's, true. he's truly Satan. So he is. So. So yeah, I mean, like, why, why, why try to redeem your soul when you're like, there's not much promotion beyond that. <laughs> so, now, that was on uh, Adam Ruins Everything, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, 
I thought it was a tenacious D thing, but no, you're right. It's Adam ruins everything. Yeah. Um, Dave Grohl played the devil in uh, Pick right. a Destiny. That's right. So, uh, so yeah, that that would be that would be my next uh, ideal interview. Hmm. That's good. I like that. All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs>